I'm your host, Robbie MC, and you're listening to Love and Other Drugs podcast, where we talk about the effects of being in and out of love and all things related to humanity's biggest mystery. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here talking about one of the greatest things on earth, love. It's a universal language, such a magical feeling. It sweeps us off our feet. It drives us wild and crazy. It makes our hearts sing. It gets us totally head over heels. We lose all control, and it's like we're just not able to think. And at the end of the day, who are we to say any of this is even real? All I know is that until we've seen it and lived it, it'll always seem like it's no big deal. The thing is, deep down, we all carry an idea of how we want things to be or look like. I mean, what's the harm in dreaming about a wonderful loving relationship? Maybe even to the point where one fantasizes a little too much. Okay, uh, that does sound like a potential guide to a tragic outcome. Nonetheless, everyone who's ever been in love has pictured some scenarios at some point in the early stages of the infatuation. And as much as we might want it, unlike movies, We can't predict the ending, and when in fact there is one, a great deal of pain and confusion comes along, sometimes leading people into extreme measures to find some comfort. The question is, how far can one go? What would you do to end your broken heart suffering? today's episode of Love and Other Drugs, we'll dive in one of the most brilliant minds of screenwriting and explore Charlie Kaufman's greatest love story portrayed by the characters Joel and Clementine from his masterpiece, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. The saying, out of sight, out of mind, proves to be part of an old paradigm such an outdated belief when it comes to Kaufman's vision of love in his critically acclaimed and Oscar-awarded screenplay. Hello, I'm Howard Mirziak, founder and president of Lacuna Incorporated. Why remember a destructive love affair? Here at Lacuna, we have perfected a safe, effective technique for the focused erasure of troubling memories. In a matter of hours, our patented non-surgical procedure will rid you of painful memories and allow you a new and lasting peace of mind you'd never imagined possible. This is a hoax, right? I assure you, no. Is there any risk of brain damage? It's on a par with a night of heavy drinking. Nothing you'll miss. Ah!
It's somewhat unusual to think of a love story as both romantic and science fiction, but that's exactly what we get in Charlie Kaufman's screenplay for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Despite the cross-genre performance, Screen Crush actually ranked the film the number one sci-fi movie of the last 25 years, along with Inception, Looper, and Children of Man, writing that science fiction is consistency at its best and most engaging when the fictional edge melts away and everything feels blindly, brightly real. Eternal Sunshine explores the idea of how to deal with a broken heart, using the imaginative and imaginary solution of simply erasing the memories of a loved one from the mind. The movie, which takes place on Valentine's Day, shows individuals erasing negative memories of the deceased loved ones, past pets, and of course, ex-spouses. The movie focuses on what it means to be human, but also a human in love, in pain, and in the gray area of confusion, which comes from displaying vulnerabilities, such as when a new relationship begins or ends. Through Kaufman's script, he never really promises to solve anything, only to explore issues. He even begins with a cliché, having a character wake up in the morning, which has been described as sloppy screenwriting in countless one-on-one courses, but here it actually works. That's because everything else going on in the story is so unique. In the beginning, we think we're seeing an awkward meet-cute, but we find out later it's actually not the first time this couple have met just the first time they met since the procedure. Characters in this story, including our two main protagonists, are destroying the memories of failed relationships that are too painful to endure. I wish I never met her. We've heard countless people say, so what if you could erase them from your mind? This is the idea, but then they meet again anyway, as both characters are drawn to the beach. Jim Carrey's character, Joel, even skips work to do so, but doesn't know why he's compelled to make this choice. Kaufman's commentary isn't necessarily that technology will fix our problems but that we already tried to do a version of this and it simply doesn't work. People try to break up, but they can't. People try to break the cycle of breaking up and getting back together, but they can't. Joel and Clementine are no different. They manage to find each other despite being literally erased from one another. This is because the idea of love, or whatever you want to call it, is emotional, not logical. 
Therefore, trying to use a logical approach to fix an emotional state is impossible, or at least incredibly difficult, like using talk therapy to get over a physical trauma. Either way, it's not something to be fixed overnight, if ever. But the most innovative and important part of this story is how Joel tries to protect the memory of Clementine in his mind. As he's experiencing the procedure, he first goes into these old memories with anger, but then decides he would rather have the pain than lose the positive qualities of this former relationship, something we've seen in many films. We see this idea within the ins and outs of this as maze storytelling, where the story circles in and out of itself. In Kaufman's other works, Adaptation and Being John Malkovich, he's also centered on the human mind. But these films are more about journeying into the mind, whereas Eternal Sunshine is about bringing the interior mind to the outside world, an effort to achieve something beyond. In addition, the movie shows us that in the end, memories are all we have, so once they're gone, they're gone for good. In the movie, the male leading role Joe Barish is played by Jim Carrey, and here's what he says about this intriguing love story. Just immediately identified with it. I mean, as I think most people will, the concept is just so kind of universal, you know, that everybody has somebody that some painful memory of a relationship that they'd love to erase, but probably shouldn't. I just thought it was completely original, a really original way of... Uh, you know, saying that we love who we love and we can't help ourselves. He falls in love with her and they go through a, an odd relationship and uh, it becomes very painful and she has him erased on a whim. Uh, and he finds out about it and is crushed and decides to do it as well. So what happens as we're going through the memories and they're being erased is eventually you start to get to the part where you realize that you loved each other and that there were these beautiful memories. He decides he that that's a valuable thing to say. If you had the chance to erase and rewind something from your life, would you do it? And what would that be? Share your story with us, sending a direct message on Instagram or dropping a line in the comments saying why you'd like to start anew. Clementine Kraczynski, the female leading role, is beautifully played by Kate Winslet, who was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Actress. Here's what she says about her part and the film. It was amazing. It was, uh, it was so challenging and so liberating and, and just a, a lot of fun. I mean, Clementine is a kind of, she's a fun, crazy girl. And, um, 
you know, having the changing hair colors and the crazy costumes. And it was great for me to do something that was so different from so many of the things that I've done in the past and I'm more commonly known for, I suppose, the period films and so on. Um, and I think for an audience to see Jim Carrey playing also a totally different part, I mean, it was a massive departure for him. You know, he's a shy, introverted guy and uh, he's quite serious at times and Clementine was just the polar opposite of that. Well, this film is called Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and uh, it's basically, I feel, a very simple love story, just about two people, they're the complete opposite of each other, and uh, they have this kind of crazy, wonderful, tempestuous relationship. Clementine's the insane one, Joel is the kind of calmer, stiller one of the two. Um, and they just hit tough times, and it goes a little sour. Clementine decides that she's going to have Joel erased from her life all memory of their relationship gone. And she goes to a clinic and has this procedure done and kind of to spite her and get her back, once he realize, realizes what's happened, he goes and does it too. So the movie plays out in this wonderful series of memories that they shared whilst they are being erased. And the further back in time you go in terms of their memories, the more you realize how completely great they are and how they were so right for each other. And they have this wonderful time and they're very in love really. And the procedure is done and you just think, oh, but that's it and then they meet again they meet again and they're complete strangers as far as they are concerned and i just think it says a lot about destiny and fate having its way possibly and that you know maybe there is someone for everyone and um it's just a great love story and it's very funny remember the alamo remember the sabbath day and keep it holy but why remember a destructive love affair here at Lacuna, we have perfected a safe, effective technique for the focused erasure of troubling memories. Our patented non-surgical procedure will rid you of painful memories and allow you a new and lasting peace of mind you never imagined possible. Don't forget, with Lacuna, you can forget. If you got your friends sick and tired of telling you it's time to move on, maybe it's not such a bad idea reminding yourself to forget by undergoing a procedure such as the one presented by Lacuna. Would you dare erasing all your painful memories? Is there a price tag on peace of mind? How much would you be willing to pay for it if it were real? Visit Love and Other Drugs blog and let us know where you stand. We're getting towards the end of the show, but before I go, I want to indulge you with some of the very articulate ideas and poignant words from the man himself, the screenwriter, producer, and director, Charlie Kaufman. It's weird to be a human. We get to think about things. We get to wonder. This seems like quite a privileged position in the universe, and I wouldn't give it up for certainty. Because when you're certain, you stop being curious. And here's the one thing I know about the thing you're certain about. You're wrong. Of course, this is a paradox. How is it possible to know that you can't know anything? It isn't. It's just a theory. And I remain open to being proven wrong. Think about your reaction to me. Think past it. Why do you have that reaction? Why do you react this certain way to certain things? What does your reaction have to do with your wants? 
How does it correlate? How would, you, how would your reaction to what I'm saying change if I were older, younger, female, a different race, British? What does it mean about you that it would change? What does it mean about the subjectivity of your opinions? What if I was me, but had a different demeanor? What if I was more confident, less confident? What if I was more effeminate? What if I was less effeminate? What if I was drunk? What if I was on the verge of tears? Think about all the assessments, all the in interpretations that occur with each react interaction. Think about all that you bring to each encounter. Multiply that by all the people here. How much is going on in this room? And how do we weave that into a movie? The challenge of multiple points of view forces us to come up with new solutions, to throw away conventional approaches. Movies tend to be very concrete in their construction of events and characters. It's a tricky medium in which to deal with interior lives, but I think it's really a great medium for it. Movies share so much with dreams, which of course only deal with interior lives. Your brain is wired to turn emotional states into movies. Your dreams are very well written. I know this without knowing any of you. People turn anxieties, crises, and longing, love, regret, and guilt into beautiful, rich stories in their dreams. What is it that allows us the creative freedom in our dreams that we don't have in our waking lives? I don't know, but I suspect part of it is that in our dreams, we are not constricted by worry about how we will appear to others. It's a private conversation with ourselves. And if we're worried about it, this becomes part of the dream. Thank you for listening to Love and Other Drugs podcast. Please subscribe and make sure you follow on Instagram. See you all soon. Have a lovely week and let's be in love.